And welcome back to Afterbird After Hours. Happy end of July, I think. Week and a half. So this this may come out the first week of August. So happy August. Let me see. Part two's, yeah. This will come out the last day of July. So okay, happy so end of July. Literally. Yeah. We're in the heat of it. Literally. We are in the heat of freaking summer. <laughs> we talked about how hot it's it was so on the last podcast. Yesterday when I got into my car, when we were leaving the office, it said 108 degrees. Yeah, no, it's... it's in the car. It's a little ridiculous. But I, I did see that like Arizona, Texas, they're like the one, one teens. So like 100 teens. Yeah. Well, it could be worse, I guess. Yeah. Except the humidity is very different here. It is. I will say. But I have a buddy who now lives in Austin. He went, he used to work for Orange Theory. Now he's working for a different large fitness franchise. And he said, because he lived in West Palm, super humid and hot down there too. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, what's the difference? And he was like, it's hot. It's just, it's just hot. You Not like wet hot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, car out there. Dude, you put it, you put a, you know, an egg on a sidewalk and you got scrambled eggs, you Ugh. know? So that's miserable. You pressure wash it first maybe, but mm-hmm. all right. So we were talking about the seven cornerstones. So we've already talked about six of them. Mm-hmm. We have seven. The bonus one. The bonus, the, the bonus cornerstone part three episode. And this is really an episode. Uh, this is such a big one. I, I feel like that it needs its own episode. And so that's why we're doing it as a special bonus, singular cornerstone episode. And, and I'm, I may go in on this one a little bit because uh, this is one that I've been preaching for years and I've, mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of people about it, but I've also experienced it personally in the last 60 some days in my transformation process and my thing yep. I've experienced it and I'll kind of go into that but uh, so number seven cornerstone is you want to introduce it if I, I think I remember all the correct wording don't okay. skip your season don't skip your season yeah, I yeah. Remember. Uh, absolutely I remember. <laughs> so everyone goes through seasons mm-hmm. everyone has different seasons in their relationship in their their body you know when when you're 20 that's a different season than when you're 40 Mm-hmm. you go through different seasons in business. You go through different seasons with your kids. You know, when, when you are a brand new parent, I'm not a parent. So uh, I may, I'm speaking maybe unintelligently about this, but assumptively, yeah, you have to learn how babies work, how to change a diaper. You have to learn how to put them to bed, how to feed them, how, what their signals are for like what they need. Mm-hmm. Like my dogs. Well, same kind of thing, like when my dog kicks his bowl, I know that that's a, you know, that's a, that's a sign that he's hungry. Sassy. But uh, yeah, he's very sassy. He actually, <laughs> his birthday's today. So oh, he, no. Diesel turns 12. Oh my goodness. Diesel turned 12 today. So he was, uh, he was very happy today. He could, Faith got him a birthday treat. Wow. Yeah. Spoiled. He is very spoiled. 12-year-old dorky <laughs> named Diesel. Uh, okay. So you go through different seasons and, and a lot of things. And where this started to really present itself for me was a couple of years ago when I started seeing a younger generation kind of come into the workforce. Mm-hmm. And everyone wanted to be the guy or the girl three days into the job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. Can I have that job? Or maybe felt like 
compensation should have been somewhere it wasn't. Okay. So I'll let you speak to it first and then I'll kind of, I'll kind of go back and forth. So when, when you, when I, you've heard me say this a lot. You said it to me. I said it to you. <laughs> uh, when you hear don't skip your season, kind of what does it mean to you now? And where have you seen it kind of play out? I think that we all go through different phases in our lives that are very important to navigate and get through so you can, you know, get through this experience that will help you move on to another season. Yeah. So like for me, like professionally, you know, we've had this conversation a few years ago when, you know, I first joined Orange Theory and I was just coaching and there was an opportunity to move into more of an operational role and and, you know, move up in leadership. And I think just like you said, the younger generation, everybody wants to have more responsibilities that they haven't yet earned. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn how to do the things to be able to do the thing, but also understand that that takes a lot of time. And you have to also respect the people who are in that thing now that you would like to be in. They didn't just wake up one day and it happened either. Yep. It takes time and growth emotionally, mentally, maybe physically. If you're, you know, going through a fitness journey. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. No, we talk about EQ, IQ and AQ. And, you know, those are those are all important things that that don't always grow at the same rate. You know, so you might come in and have a lot of intelligence, Mm -hmm. but maybe your emotional is down or maybe your ability to adapt is um, not as flexible as others. And so um, those are different skills that are kind of learned over time. And so you don't always come in with them on a level playing field. They're, they're, all, they're always going to be skewed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's important when we talk about different seasons. And I think that if we kind of look at like a farmer, right? Yep. There's a season for different foods. You know, you can't, and, and I don't know anything about this. But no, I, well, there's different seasons for all crops. kinds of crops. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm sure you can't grow summer crops in the winter <laughs> yeah. because it doesn't work. The, <laughs> maybe the soil's not right. The sun doesn't give it enough sunlight, whatever it needs, right? So there's different seasons and you have to understand what season you're in and what you need to produce in that season. So if I'm in the fall and I'm looking to produce X crop, I need to know what I'm looking to produce and then know how to not only produce it, but nurture it. Mm-hmm. Once I've nurtured it, then I can harvest it and then I can lay new, new crop in a new season. Mm-hmm. The problem is if I don't, if I just lay the seed and don't nurture it, I never get the harvest. And then I try to lay new seed over it. And it's a, it's now you have two different seeds fighting for different things. And, and so this is just in my mind, I don't think that's actually how it works. Well, one I'm sure destroys the other. Sure. But in my brain, this is where- <laughs> They just all die. And then that might be true too. You know, but uh, I see a lot of people trying to skip their season and it's like, no, dude, you're here for this season for a reason and you need to learn how to nurture this season. What skills are required of you? What do you need to do in this current season to get to the next season to have a harvest? You know, uh, my f- my in-laws are growing uh, grapes Ooh. so they can have their little winery. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And so they got, I don't know. You're going to have to bring some home so we can Three rows of vines. I don't know how many there is. But I was talking to my father-in-law and he was like, it takes three years 
of growth to like before you can even get your first set of grapes. It's a lot of patience. So that's before you even start making the wine. That's just to get to the, 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 the plant or the vine to a mature state to where it can produce grapes that are mature enough to actually put the process right. Wow. And so that some people might look at it and be like, oh, I want grapes tomorrow. It's like, well, then go go to the store, mm-hmm. you know, but that's a long process. It takes patience. Right. There's there's also you can't just plant those things and walk away. You got to nurture it. You got to yeah. feed them. You got to you got to fertilize them. You got to do all the things to them. So this isn't just like set it and forget it. Nothing in life is set it and forget it. There's going to be there's going to be obstacles. I'm sure that he has to have some sort of uh, defense against pests and you know critters mm-hmm. eating the grease. animals and they have bears up there raccoons. they got they got raccoons, raccoons they got deer so he has to have some sort of defense mechanism you can't just set it and forget it because the problem is if you're like i'm in this season and i'm just gonna just make my way through dude then you're lost you're just wandering you're planting seeds wherever you walk and it's in it's in an unorganized fashion and you're going to have all these things growing everywhere and you're not going to be able to harvest them pro- properly. So don't skip your seasons important to me uh, because if I look back at my life, there's times where I thought I was ready for the next step. And then I had to go through something to make me realize like, oh, I wasn't actually ready. My ego said I was ready, but my competency or my emotions or my adaptability was not ready. Right. And one thing I've learned through, uh, well, I'll ask you, what do you think currently now, maybe the season you're in, in your maybe profession where you, from a year ago to where you are now, what is, what's the season you feel like you're in? I feel like I'm in a constant season or just constant state of learning and developing, I think, emotionally, like, becoming more intelligent, you know. And everybody goes through, I think, phases where people will come and go out of your life, whether it's professional individuals, if you're in a significant relationship and you learned a lot from that, if you have friends that come and go, becoming more mentally, emotionally intelligent ultimately helps you perform better and handle stress, mm-hmm. adapt, to really challenging random <laughs> situations, which is, you know, kind of the the job that we live in every day is different. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning of the week, you try to prepare your week, but you can't. Yeah. So, but you have to be able to pivot. And I, you know, there's so many opportunities to just learn, find mentorship, ask questions mm-hmm. and be okay with asking questions. You don't have to know everything. Correct. Which is important. And that takes setting pride aside and ego mm-hmm. and swallowing the pill to, I mean, whoever, like in any role that you're in, you don't know everything. Right. If you do, you would be moving on to a different role mm-hmm. and doing something else. Or maybe this is a gut check for somebody, but if you know as much as you think you know, where's everybody beating your door down to learn from you? Mm-hmm. Let that sink in for a second. If you know as much as you think you know, how many people are beating your door down to ask you questions? If the answer is zero, maybe you don't know as much as you think you know, or maybe you're not as nice as you think you are. (laughs) So something, something to think about. Um, I think one thing for you is I've, I've noticed 
you're learning adaptability and flexibility. You like things structured. Very structured. <laughs> and a multi-unit role is not structured because nope. you're going to have random things pop up that you're going to have to be able to flex. You're going to have to be able to be pliable. And I might be planning this this day, but I need this is a bigger priority or this is a fire. Or this is, you know, this is um, something I need to go handle today. And being able to not only be flexible with your schedule, but be flexible with your mindset and your thinking to quickly get out of what I was prepared for and go do what's necessary. Yep. Um, the season I'm in, so we're three days out. Thank goodness. You're so close. Woo-hoo. So we're three days out. That's like my mom would say it as three more sleeps. Three more sleeps. <laughs> Tonight, tomorrow, Friday. Yes. Yep. And I didn't do this as I said before, to win. I didn't do this to um, have a trophy or whatever it is. I did this to do hard things. I did this because I wanted to learn something about myself, you know, almost 40, so I'm still learning. And it kind of hit me the last week and a half. It's been very emotional just because it's like coming to an end. It's like the last 10 weeks, the sacrifices and things that have I've given up um, and, and the people around me that have sacrificed mainly my wife. Uh, so it's a more, it's, it's yeah. it was an emotional. I had a, a day where I was like, just like kind of things were just kind of sinking in and the whirlwind was slowing down because it's like, there's not much more I can do to, to get ready. It's like, I'm, I'm ready like, now. Like yeah. I, there's not much more I can peel off. And so one thing I kind of came to talk when I was thinking about seasons, I was talking to, um, a friend of mine and I'm a big reader, as you know, for like the last five years, I've been just consuming, 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 consuming. I haven't been able to, like, even before I started prep, it was a challenge to sit there and just like force. Like focus wise or just. Just wasn't interested. Energy into that. Yeah, I wasn't interested. Uh, and that's never been the case. I've always been excited to start books. I have like, I always have like a book of like the next five books I'm going to read. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do down the line. I'm going to get to these. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get myself to get motivated, excited to do it, which I knew was a problem. I saw, I saw it as a problem. However, what I've realized in, in this prep is that that's not my season right now. My, the season for, for consuming was the last five years. Now it's time for regurgitation. It's time for education. Mm-hmm. It's time to, to share the knowledge, right? And because the, the team is getting more mature, they can handle more of that higher level knowledge and skill sets that I can now deliver to them. Mm-hmm. You know, not only have I learned it, I've applied it, I've seen it work, I've adjusted things. And so I've learned that my season right now isn't for consuming. My season now is for others to give them the knowledge and skills, right? And which I was always doing. It just wasn't at the rate I think that th- uh, that moving into this new season is going to require. Right. Um, some things have changed on my end where I'm having a little bit more one-on-one time with certain uh, management layer. And so I've, I've seen a big benefit from just pouring into them from an education standpoint and developing skill sets. So uh, I've learned that the, my season professionally is, is a little bit different. Um, relationally, my relationship is like different. It's a different season where it was a creative season. It was a season for more energy into my relationship 
from me because it's really easy to be like, hey, babe, we're going to go to Carrera and grab a bottle of wine and a cheese plate. I'll like be ready at seven. Yep. It's really easy to do that when you do it every weekend. Yep. It becomes repetitive, basically a habit. Yep. Where I can't do that now. And so I've had to like be intentional about finding new things to do, finding new date ideas and doing things we haven't done in a long time or ever. And it's been fun for me to kind of explore some of those new things and kind of uh, be more in invested in my relationship. And that sounds bad. I think maybe it's more investing time and energy versus taking the easy way out and just doing what we normally do. Yeah. And so it was a season for kind of re like invigorating my, my desire for creativity in my relationship, which has been cool. Right. Um, I know faith is ready for that season to be over. Well, the season of Costa Rica is and, coming and I know y'all are excited. <laughs> the, her 40th birthday. Maybe she didn't want me to say that, but it's out there now. Going to Costa Rica for her birthday. It's been for 15 years I've heard about this place. And um, if it's as magical as it has been for the last 15 years, then maybe we'll, we'll come back. I'll be doing podcasts from Costa Rica. This will be quite a celebration uh, after uh, your, your uh, show this weekend. Yeah, it will be. But, you know, I think leading up to that is kind of cool because now we're going into a time of rest with a new spark after 15 years. And, and our anniversary is this fall. Um, it's in October. So it's like, you know, you have my birthday, her birthday, and then our anniversary. Mine's August, her September, and then boom, boom, boom. our anniversary is in October. But it's kind of cool going into that season, having gone through this new relationship uh, challenge mm-hmm. that we've been in. So, so seasons are important and knowing why you're there and taking full advantage of nurturing the season. Living it. Yeah, living it. Nurture the crops. Even if you don't see them sprouting, they're cracking under the ground. Mm-hmm. They're laying the roots. Right. So you may not see for weeks, maybe months, maybe you're in a season for a year. Mm-hmm. You may not see anything happening above the surface, but I can guarantee you if you're nurturing it, stuff's happening below the ground. I don't think people realize like when you're in a role, especially once you get into like leadership and management, whether it's single unit, multi-unit, you need to gain experience for years yeah. before you move on to something else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen after six months. Like, okay, I've been managing for six months. Right. Um, time for me to add on two more businesses Yeah. or whatever. Yep. That's, you can't. No. You have not learned enough. And if you do, you'll crush yourself. Yeah, you're going to self-implode. You're, the stress tolerance changes. Yep. The, again, the adaptability just learning how to communicate. Yep, you're you're very ca- different people. Your capacity to handle multiple ta- multiple projects, multiple tasks. Yep, has to increase. And the bigger your role, the more time you need to spend there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Maxwell, who's one of the greatest leadership thought leaders in the world, has written the most books on leadership. He was saying he was. Uh, I heard this on a podcast. He was talking with uh, with Craig Rochelle, and he said. This guy came up to me after one of my talks and said, hey, I want to do what you do. Because he saw him on stage in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And John said, okay, can I ask you a very important question? Are you willing to do what I did? And that stuck with me because it's like all of the hours in the dark that no one saw him writing however many books he's written. Yep. All of the times that he gave the speech that didn't land 
all the times that he spent preparing for the speeches and preparing for the, you know, the workshops and all the things, all those hours nobody saw. Yeah. Got him to the stage. But you didn't just wake up one day and get on stage. And if you did, it was probably a flop or a fluke. Either way, not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Flopping and fluking are sustainable. So are you willing to put in the time in the dark places? Are you willing to put in the time when no one's... Do I'm working out 3.30 in the morning? That, and, and it's like, that for me is the dark place. No one's awake. I'm putting in the time, you know, and if somebody sees me out and I'm in a tank top or something or on stage and they're like, oh, wow, you know, I want to look like that. It's like, okay, I'm doing 12 training sessions a week, running 11 businesses with a 12th one on the way. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah, you could, if you want to put in the time and energy that no one sees. That's where your season is important because when you have the best crops, you're putting in the most time. You didn't just throw the seeds down and magically you have a great, no, you put in years of learning how the soil works and how to tend the soil and how to prepare the soil. And then what do you do? Once you harvest it, you can't just, you got to go back and do something to the soil. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure you can't just like go back and just leave it alone because then you'll never get to use it again. Correct. So like, then you're a one and done, you're a fluke or you didn't do anything to it and you flopped Mm -hmm. because you were like, Oh, it's I'm tired today. Tired. Get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> don't skip your season seasons are important very important and you know a lot of times you've heard me say this before people have a certain amount of skills and they take those same skills and they move to the next dollar an hour job and they take those same skills and they move to the next dollar an hour job well guess what eventually that dollar runs out for your small set of skills and I hate to, I hate to be the one to break the news to you but if you never take time and grow your skills, then neither will your financial return. So if I'm only ever investing $10, I'm only ever going to get $10 back, mm-hmm. a, a percentage on that $10. Right. But if I can eventually grow to 20 and then 50 and then 100, then 1,000, then 10,000, then I'm going to get a much bigger return. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you're just taking your small set of skills and you're just jumping to the next dollar an hour because there's the next dollar an hour, eventually that dollar an hour runs out. And guess what? That's when a robot can do your job. You have to be able to outperform a robot. Mm -hmm. And AI is getting pretty smart. Scary. Yeah. It's a little scary. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So. Stay in your season. Embrace your season. But know when it's time to harvest. Because I'm pretty sure that there's a point in time where your crop will end up dying if you don't harvest it. Like there is a prime time. Yeah. What's your prime time? And then move to your next season. Move to the next field. Plant the next seeds. And then wait for the harvest. Mm-hmm. So don't skip your season. Especially if you're young and listen to this. And if you're a coach, don't skip a class. Don't try to be a coach of four years. Right. If you're a coach of four classes, be a great coach of four classes and then find a mentor. Enjoy the season you're in. You're learning, you're growing, you're exploring, you're being creative. Do all those things inside your season. Any last words as we wrap up the seven cornerstones? Just like sure you listen to them all, take notes. They re-listen. They, seriously, they 
They're there for a reason. They're there for a reason, just like your season. Yes. All right. So until next time, we'll see you guys in August and uh, get ready for some cool stuff coming up. We got Marathon Month. Mm. Then we got Dry Try in September. Yes. So Mar- Marathon Month, if you're not signed up, you have what, till the 7th? August 7th, I believe. First week, yeah. Yeah. So get signed up for Marathon Month. Listen, you're going to run the miles anyways. You might as well get a little shoulder fanny and uh, a medal. You, it's okay. Let's be clear. It's a belt bag. What's it? Not a shoulder fanny. Do you wear it over your shoulder? It's a belt bag. Is it? Do you wear it over your shoulder? Is it a fanny pack? Technically, but... It's a shoulder fanny. It's a belt bag. Shoulder fanny belt bag. It's really cute. So... Make sure you get one. Yeah. And, if and you, you get a bunch of other stuff, too. It's not just the belt bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the highlight, though. Let's be honest. Are you going to wear one? No. <laughs> Never. Never. I wear a backpack. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Why do I need something to be super invasive on the front of my body? I wear both. Well. I have a lot of stuff. You have back problems. Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> Listen, I don't need something to just be in the way here now it's important you can have it's it's so easy to grab right in front i have pockets i don't yeah it, it, <laughs> it, i i think that they're more important for females this this may be a rant but i don't see why i need to wear as a male heath not any other males just me i have pockets and 99 percent of my shorts or well, pants. If you don't need the belt bag, that means somebody else will win or get a belt bag. I carry my phone, and my phone also doubles as a wallet. I just cut down and on efficiency. Yep. I don't need a wallet and a cell phone. I got my wallet and my cell phone in one and my keys. Yep. It's too much. I saw a guy with a shoulder fanny that almost took up his whole torso. And I'm like, guy, that's a carry-on. <laughs> that is... That's, that's, a, that's a carry-on. Yeah. Why are you wearing that? What do you have in there? Skis? You know? This is Florida. There's no there's no snow. People need that kind of stuff. You know? Put your snowshoes back. Okay. Anyway. Don't wear around your chest. The, the Heath rant. There's always one of these in episode. It's worse now because it's just my brain's not working. Yeah. So sign up for Marathon Month. Sign up for Marathon Month. Try, try. Fall's the best time because Hell Week will also Hell Week's coming. A few more months, y'all. All right. Excited. Have a great day. Talk to y'all soon. <laughs>